Alright, fuckers, this is the second time we're recording this. I'm pissed. I can't believe this. Uh, we were sabotaged. Um, I, the, the the world is against us. And the, the Timey kangaroo down. Spot. Timey kangaroo down. Timey kangaroo down. Spot. Timey kangaroo down. We're doing Wolf Creek too. Definitely not a lich. Take me koala back. Jack. I Take can't believe this. Back. <laughs> I can't believe... You brought us here again. You continued the Greg McLean. You continued the Wolf Creek. We're now in the second one. Uh, we just had to do. Was Rogue what a, a week or two ago? It was like three Why weeks do ago. We have I don't to know. Do all of this man's movie. Why do we have to do this one twice? This is that's our fault. I'm attacking you guys. And look, I'm going to be honest. It, it wasn't yeah, any of let's, you. Let's, let's clarify. Like, was, I mean, we don't know exactly what happened, but basically, we recorded this once already. And it's gone. <laughs> you know what happens? That computer has been the devil to me lately. <laughs> it was out of sync for like three months yeah, when it comes to video and that audio. That was true. That was and true. And I did, I did everything that. until I had to just reset a bunch of stuff. And, and it doesn't matter. Um, the episode was gone. It was. It was a really good episode. The original Wolf Creek Two. You know what? Was a great episode. Fuck that episode. Yeah. This yeah. This one's so much better. Yeah. This one's gonna be better. And we have different guests this time around. Don't talk. We'll get to you. <laughs> That's how we treat our guests around here. We do not respect our guests at Horror Soup. We treat them like scum. You feel like scum right now, right? Don't answer that. We'll get to you. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Definitely Not a Lich. You're the reason we're pissed right now. <laughs> Definitely not a lich. I Have we talked about how that... Definitely makes me think that they are a lich. It definitely makes me think that they want us to do Wolf Creek 3. Mm. And you know what? This is this is a plague to our society. This is a plague new to director. me. Maybe. Uh, Greg McLean? New, new director on Wolf Creek 3. No oh, Greg and they McLean. said to the director. No. Okay. I might watch Wolf Creek 3. Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> this episode was picked by Definitely Not a Lich. Thank you. Thanks, Lich. I guess. Can we really... Can we really thank someone for forcibly making us watch a movie that stop it? They this, don't want us to do this movie Wait, though, we, that we don't want to do this movie though. It's uh, you know what this movie does have a very important scene. It has a very important scene. Okay, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring it back. We're thank it back. you, Lich, because you know what? I wouldn't have been aware of. We'll, we'll get to it. Yep. Anyway, kangaroos are around. Definitely not a lich is around. Thank you. And uh, okay, you could talk now. Soraya. <laughs> you nailed it. This is podcasting. Anyway, yeah, I'm Caleb. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm James. <laughs> and uh, we brought you here to discuss Wolf Creek 2, um, unfortunately. Hey, guys, my name is James, and I'm going to Micromania Midget Wrestling next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> It's going to be fucking awesome. Well, I mean, I'm going too. <laughs> Why'd you have to leave me out of that? Well, I just wanted to make sure, like, I just wanted to make sure, you know, the, like, the people know. 
that you're specifically I'm going, going to be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually how I'm going to introduce myself to people from now on. After I've seen yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be like, hey, I'm James and I'm XYZ. James and I have seen Micromania Midgeret. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I'll have to tell people who I am from here on out. Look, if that's what you have to do, that's what you have I'm to just do. Saying. <laughs> that's your prerogative. <laughs> no one can tell you otherwise. Except for maybe if, if you get beat up there. Well, we're gonna find out. <laughs> I'd I'd pay for that. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Can we throw you in the ring? No, that'd be great. I'd pay a lot of money for that. Well, whatever I can Get afford. I'm trying to buy kicked. a house. <laughs> so, but like, that's that'd be really funny. Oh, not me. Pick someone else. Well, anyway, this movie released in 2013. Um, and John Jarrett returns as our spunky serial killer, Mick Taylor. Yes, he does. Mick Taylor all around again. Uh, you Mick never, as ever. You've never seen the first Wolf Creek, have you? No, I've never heard of it at all. It's well, okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> the year 2005, let me set the mood for you. It was filled with wolf movies that don't involve wolves. Yeah. yeah. No, wolves. People just liked, wolves is liked the name wolf, but they didn't actually put wolves in the movie at all. There was mm-hmm. two movies with the name wolf that didn't. It's it, The number isn't high. It really wasn't the year for that. But in my world, yeah, it's the year for that. Cry Wolf and Wolf Creek were reigning supreme. Yeah. And uh, wait, Wolf Creek was 2005, right? Yep. Neither of them have wolves. No, they don't. There's no wolves in them. Uh, the first Wolf Creek, uh, if you guys didn't listen to the episode, anyone listening, uh, now I'm talking to Soraya again. Soraya, um, the w- first Wolf Creek might be one of the worst movies ever invented. Oh. It's a giant <laughs> uh, piece of fucking shit. And, but there's uh, this little thing where people are like, yeah, but like the character of Mick Taylor is kind of endearing and interesting or whatever. I mean, mm. meh. He, reminds well, me of, he just reminds me of Rusty Nail. Like all the way. From Joyride? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in this movie, I'd say he's a little more interesting and like he talks more and has a little more funny jokes. I guess he has them in the first one too, but it's just not as fun the first yeah. time around, Which I, I think guess. is is good. I think that a lot of ways, Greg McLean corrected many errors from the first movie. He leaned yeah. a little bit heavier. I wouldn't say in many some... ways. I would say a f- <laughs> fair amount of ways. <laughs> At least one ways. <laughs> there were a lot of errors that he... Just did not fix. There and chose were errors to ignore. that he didn't change at all. Probably some of the biggest errors he chose to keep. You're right. And he fixed some stuff that definitely needed to be fixed. Like, I mean, the first off, intro. Intro. Let's intro, start there. Intro, he changed greatly. I mean, let's get into a couple things before we get right into that. Oh, but sorry, like, yeah. But we could still, <laughs> I forgot we could still go ahead. to talk about who's in the movie. Intro's way better, because in the first one, uh, Soraya, there's basically just, like, people walking around. There's, like, a two-minute scene of them partying at a pool. And then everything else is them just like walk around going, wow, Australia. They weren't Australian. They were Australian. Oh. These ones actually were Australian. Oh. They were just going in the, where they go to in that one? The big Australian barrier reef or something? <laughs> is that not it? That's in the ocean. No, it's in not. The, the barrier reef is in the ocean. The barrier reef is in the heart of Australia. No, I think they went to see like the fucking what's that thing that they put on all the things? The Opera House, the Sydney Opera House, yeah, the Ground Reef. <laughs> Whatever, guys, don't don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been watching SpongeBob all day, so I know where the barrier reef. You know is. all about the reefs. They did the. We watched the land episode, and it was there on land. I saw it. So Soraya just. It's in the water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can agree to disagree. 
Anyway, so yeah, John Jared's back. Greg McLean is back. He's writing and directing one more time um, since Wolf Creek is his magnum opus. <laughs> and uh, Aaron Stearns also tosses some of his writing prowess into the equation. But uh, I feel like uh, you think that's why? Maybe he was like, let's get rid of some of the, make it a little more interesting. I, I don't know, give it an actual intro that looks like a horror movie and not people walking. Yeah, I think that he learned a lesson from the first what one. What if it was Aaron? Because then, well, because uh, Rogue is actually in between this and the other Wolf Creek. And Rogue sucked too. And originally, we talked in that Rogue episode a lot, how we were like, oh, we already recorded this Wolf Creek 2 episode. It'd be interesting <laughs> to go back to see how we were talking about it before. Uh-huh. And then that right after we did the Rogue episode, like immediately after we realized that the Wolf Creek 2 episode was obsolete, like deleted from the earth, gone, yes. removed so now from the planet. Now we're basically doing exactly that. So now we're continuing off of Rogue. So honestly... It's crazy how much this episode, I feel like, is going to differ from the original one we recorded. <laughs> because I was like, oh, shit, I think I kind of like Greg McLean now. Like, I don't mind this guy as much. But then in the Rogue episode, I was like, oh, wait, I just remember this was the guy that did The Darkness, that Kevin Bacon movie. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, you did Wolf Creek, Rogue, and The Darkness? So at this point, now that we're recording this episode, and it's after the Rogue one that we recorded, um, the movie that we watched after Wolf Creek 2 originally. That's the order we did it. We watched. Yeah. Uh, well, I watched The Darkness a long time ago. Me and you watched Wolf Creek original together, and then we watched Rogue. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. And then we watched no, Wolf, Wolf Creek, Creek 2, 2, and then we watched Rogue. Yes, sir. But Rogue came out before this, and now this Wolf Creek 2 episode is coming out. Correct. And uh, now we've watched Rogue, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and he did he did, he did, did in Rogue. He's like, you know, I'm going to make a spicy from the start. He does the oh, same terrible thing in this movie. is what you mean. No, he makes a spicy from the start. <laughs> what does that mean? He like opens up on like an actual thing and rogue, and then he does. What it are you talking about? Too. It's animals fighting that aren't a crocodile in a fucking crocodile movie. But it's like exciting. No, it's know? not. It's like it's like a do 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 do, and then the thing gets killed. You know what I mean? I've never no. Don't let him fool you. It was terrible. <laughs> I'm just saying it's know, better. You think a lot of things are the terrible. Beginning of his first movie. He he was like, oh, that's not how you should start a movie with literally nothing for uh, an hour like I did in my first one. Yeah. <laughs> he learned that lesson. The original Wolf Creek, correct me if I'm wrong, it was just like two hours long, right? It's a long-ass movie, and nothing <laughs> happens for actual 60 minutes. Wow. He didn't correct a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> he didn't correct a lot of that um, this time around because he only made it 15 minutes shorter when he really should have made it 35 yeah shorter. yeah yeah you're right you're right um, you're right but anyway he spent 1.7 million dollars on it this time around he okay. made 4.7 million so all right okay you know probably made about double after advertising and whatnot if you're it was advertised or whatever else you know mm-hmm. um so i would say they made some money back maybe it's why greg mclean gets to keep doing stuff uh he wanted to make the darkness after this so i'm not happy about that yeah three years after this i don't want to talk about that this was 2013. He made The Darkness in 2016. Uh, Soraya, um, for you and other people that aren't familiar, The Darkness is a movie where Kevin Bacon has a daughter that pukes in jars and keeps them under her bed. Oh. Just has a bunch of puke jars under her bed. That's the whole thing? In my mind. <laughs> well, it's not the whole thing, but that is that is a plot point. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... It's. I don't want to talk about it. Um, this was not rated... I believe. Oh, well, we I know this. I, never mind. It was released in theaters. Rated Why was it not rated? R. Had to be rated R, right? It says not rated on IMDb. Oh, okay. Um, h- how is it? No, that's the thing. We 
yeah, how is this not rated, but it was released in theaters? You know what? Maybe Australian theaters are different. <laughs> oh, okay. That's I don't funny. know. I'll take it. <laughs> so Wolf Creek 2 currently holds a 3.0 on Letterbox out of 5. On Letterbox out of 5. <laughs> um, a 6.1 on IMDb out of 10. <laughs> oh, Rotten Tomatoes, um, 50%. Out of 100? Critics, out of 100. <laughs> um, and uh, 30% by Rotten Tomatoes. Audience, out of 100. <laughs> tomatoes. It's the Tomatoes. You haven't heard of the Great Tomatoes Awards? I have, actually. Okay, cool. Um, it's like Tomatoes. So anyway, uh, yeah, there's not a video version of this episode, uh, if you guys are expecting one, um, because uh, we're in the process of trying to make another little studio right now. And uh, ho- hopefully it pops up soon because ran into an issue today. But uh, we're going to keep it rolling anyway. Let's get into this episode. So uh, the way the second Wolf Creek opens is uh, it's a breath of fresh air. Because even though uh, at first it seems like nothing will happen, just like the first one, a-, a few things happen. We see a couple of Australian officers sitting in their Australian highway patrol vehicle. Uh, they're speed trapping. And who happens to drive by? None other than Mr. Mick Taylor. What do you think about Mick Taylor, Soraya? Which one was he? <laughs> He's the, the the guy. The guy. The, the guy killer. with the mutton the chops. Guy. The killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seemed like it looked sweet like a little hillbilly. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like initial thoughts. Yeah, like I thought he was gonna be the good guy. Like I didn't know anything. Oh so I thought okay. the cops were just being assholes to like an which, actual which good they guy. Were. They, were. they were both things can be true. I don't know if they were being such assholes that they should have been dealt with the way that he dealt with them. Yeah. But. But, I mean, they were being assholes. But, like, I thought someone else was going to, like, a bigger <laughs> truck was, like, going to come down the road and, like, everyone was getting killed. Yeah, That's okay, okay. Kinda, yeah. You really had Joyride on the mind from the I very really beginning. <laughs> from, like, the second the movie started. I don't know why either. <laughs> well, there's a truck. It was the tone. <laughs> well, I told James the same thing at one point. I was like, this feels kind of joyride Yeah. And for some reason... James thought I was talking about Killjoy. He was like, it's nothing like that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, it, it, I mean, I was like, I don't know. There's a fucking car. Like, there's a truck. It, it feels like Joyride. And he was like, it's nothing like it. The clown. And I was like, what fucking clown are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking Joyride. <laughs> and then James looked it up and he was like, Oh, wait. And then he just turned the phone to me. <laughs> it was the poster of Killjoy. <laughs> Great moment. Yeah, anyway, that's my life. I mean, same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, these guys are being dicks, and they're just like, hey, man, uh, this guy wasn't speeding, but uh, should we pull him over anyway? They're like, yeah, bastard won't know the difference. So pull him over. And uh, Mickey, Mickey, <laughs> he's just being all happy-go-lucky. He's just, like, spouting off a bunch of witty jokes and whatnot. And the officers are just they're being dickheads for no reason other than to get a kick out of the situation. And uh, they eventually give Mick a speeding ticket. He asks if they're sure they want to give it to him, and uh, they go, uh, bet your life. And that's because Mick bet Taylor your said, life. bet your life to them. Uh, something about, uh, I don't know, him killing pigs. Yeah, there's a whole thing where they're like, oh, you're a pig killer? And he's like, yeah, I shoot pigs. And he's like, not a lot of pigs down south. And then he looks at him, and he's like, <laughs> Can we talk about the flies? Yeah, they're in <laughs> Australia. It's a Greg McLean movie. No, not that. Can we talk about the thousands of flies that were epoxied together? Oh, I don't want to talk about that. No, why was that a thing? Thousands and thousands. I mean, they said thousands. I'm pretty sure that's like hundreds of thousands. It may have been encroaching on millions. Tens of hundreds. How long did it take to collect that many, though? I don't know. Who's collecting dead flies? Are you handling that with your hands? Somebody did. You touching that? They're um, probably like putting it in the wax traps and then getting out with oil or something. 
That's sick. I don't know why that came to mind, but yeah, have you done that? <laughs> no. You seem to have experience no, doing this. It's just like that's how you get thing uh, animals out of traps is with oil. Okay, well, yeah, that doesn't make. But the flies is just okay. Well, for anyone that doesn't know, there's an art piece that um, is just a the, the lot of flies that someone epoxy together into a giant like fucking moon, yeah. a giant full moon. What did they call it? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't um, get the title. It has a name, but um, basically, uh, that's what moons over Miami. Well, that's what Greg McLean thinks Australia is. Hundreds of thousands of flies epoxied together on a person's face. Yeah, I think <laughs> that, that is what it is. Have you been there? Yep. No, I don't. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, well, like if you if you got it, <laughs> nope, then nope. Uh, you know I can't do anything. Nope. Australian listeners, help us. Are there a lot of flies? <laughs> well. There's a lot in the movie. I mean, they have a lot of animals. They're like elephants and giraffes and stuff. I mean, they got hippos. They got, they got they, kangaroos. They got things that'll kill you, that's for sure. Not a kangaroo. Not a kangaroo. <laughs> well, anyway. I ain't even a skirt. Well, speaking of the dead pigs, this is whole like I kill pigs for a living thing, which is obviously gonna turn into a play on words real fast with yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um uh so the officers drive off, um, and Mick pulls out his rifle, and he near immediately blasts the top off of one of them. You know what's hilarious about this? Huh? The guy's head just explodes, essentially. All of it. Yeah. Half of it. The windshield is still intact? Yeah. The rear windshield is still intact. Yeah, what do you shoot him with? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an exploding BB gun or something? I don't know. I guess like, if, like it, a, if it was like at a certain range, the bullet then would have exploded and then the, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the yeah, case yeah. would have went through the window. Yeah. Clearly. But I just thought it was interesting mm-hmm. that I was like, they're still, because, because he shoots the guy driving. So the car's still going, but like the f- front windshield didn't bust out. The rear windshield didn't bust out until they like the car flips and wrecks and then it all busts out, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a problem. I mean, there's a lot of problems like that throughout this. So it's the guy's head just exploded is what happened. He d- he didn't get shot. His head exploded. He just blew up. It was like spontaneous combustion, <laughs> but like explosion. Yeah, I think, I think Mick Taylor just did that with his mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I could see that actually. I could see that happening. Right? Okay. Like in the first one, he has teleportation powers because uh, he gets in that car magically. <laughs> and in this one, he just made that guy's head explode. Yeah. That's my theory. That. So, um, oh, wait, James, you have to continue on right now. I forgot okay. something. Okay, so uh, as the car flips and flips and flips, um, it, it, also, the cops were being really dicks. I think it's important for us to say this. They also tell him that they're giving him a ticket that says not only is it a speeding ticket, but also he has to get his truck off the road. It's too ugly to like be on the streets. <laughs> I never. Forever. I don't ever want to. <laughs> Like, get this piece of shit off the road. You're not allowed to drive this anymore. Who does that, though? Can they do that? Like, can they do that? I don't know. As long as as there's, like, the registration that's on. Right. Like, like, I feel like, I mean, and I know in some places, like, you know, you you have, like, uh, fucking, like, in California, like, they have to do inspections and shit. Like, we don't have that out here, but, like, they actually have to look at your car before they'll, you know, give you your registration or whatever. And like emissions tests. They don't have that in Indiana, but they have that in Ohio. Oh, do they do they? They they do. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know about this. A cop sees your car and is like, 
I don't think that's roadworthy and just says no. I don't think that they can do that. Like, there has to be a little bit more. Like tinted windows. <laughs> right. Like head, Out headlights. Right. Like this is a this thing on your car is illegal. Not just your car as a whole. I don't like it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it's too ugly. So, you can't so yeah, I didn't like that. That was weird. That, that kind of threw me off. So anyway, he drives away. The car's flipping. Uh, the car wrecks. It's flipping over. And then he goes down there and he does this thing that we've seen him do in the, the first movie. And he's going to continue to do it <laughs> to many people. He pulls, he pulls the other cop out. He stabs him in the back, like around a spinal cord region. And he does this thing that he says he makes people ahead on a stick. I guess like if you like sever their spinal cord or whatever, then like they're still alive, but like they can't move. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and that's like his, how he tortures people. Oh. So he makes this guy ahead on a stick and then he sets him on fire. The funny thing, though, is while he's trying to set this guy on fire, he's, like, just dumping uh, a can of gas <laughs> all over him. And the dude's trying to talk. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to. No, man, just. No. <laughs> <laughs> that shit had me cracking up. He's just screaming the whole time. And, uh, yeah, he sets the fucking guy on fire, sets the whole cop car on fire. He says something. He's like, uh. The, the the cops finally like, I can make the ticket go away. And then Mick says, I can make you go away. And then lights him on fire. <laughs> Blast him. <laughs> Blast the man. All right, so are you ready to dog food? That's the opening. I feel like that's lying, though. What? No. Feel like what? I feel like you're lying to me. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> Do I have to never, prove this to another person? Because I've never listened to any of it, so I don't know. <laughs> so... It's. I've had to prove this to multiple people. Are you gonna make me pull it up right now, or no, can I? I'll mun- or I'll how munch, about this? I'll munch one too. Munch one too. Yeah, I'll munch one. All too. right, he's gonna do it with you yeah. just to prove it. But um, yeah. So pretty much every time, horse soup listeners can attest to this. I think it's their favorite thing at this point. They really like when Kim does it, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually got a good review out of it. We initially had a bad review, or not a bad review, but a, a docked star. But it was docked back up after we had Kim eat dog food. So now it's tradition that any new guest has to eat dog food. So you get to pick. That's the good part this time. We usually don't let people pick. Oh, that's true. You get to have either the pepperoni. The pepperoni is prime rib flavor made with real steak. It is a beef stick or a rib stick, really. Yeah. Uh, It says unleash the delicious meaty taste. It's a mouthwatering aroma made with... Uh, it's it's pepperoni, mm-hmm. basically. Um, this one is the the love sum, L U V sum. Bacon and peanut butter flavored. Oh, these are wavy strips. Are they hard or soft? It says we think your dog will love some. <laughs> are they hard or soft? Like, <laughs> I would say medium. Don't like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> this one is real meat, the number one ingredient. You don't real bacon, real bacon and peanut butter. Oh no, like yeah, you're not eating the whole thing. It's like just I'll give bite. you a piece of the one that you pick. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a like, it's a very specific portion we give people. <laughs> it's not a lot of dog food. It's enough to try the dog food. It's an Australian tradition. <laughs> okay. So do would you like Can the pupper? <laughs> Yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Okay, go ahead and smell the pepperoni and then tell the listeners what it smells like. What does the pepperoni smell like? It smells like beef jerky. Okay. I, say, I think that <laughs> might be Sometimes they do. Pepperoni. That's okay. I think if 
whatever she picks, you have to eat the opposite. Oh. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, now you're going to smell the love some bacon and peanut butter. I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> James is not looking good That's for you. That's like rabbit food. Stuck <laughs> with the bacon and peanut butter. What did that one smell like, Soraya? Rabbit food. Rabbit like food alfalfa apparently. hay. Alfalfa hay. <laughs> I had a pet rabbit. That's amazing. <laughs> it smelled like. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Soraya, here is your portion of you the You made it sound like it was going to be smaller Peroni. than that. The what? You said you made it sound like it was going to be smaller than that. That's pretty small, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. I feel like that's what we always do, right? Yeah. That's about the size. A little piece. Uh, you can so wait till a little bit like Pepper's breath. You and James will do it at the same time, and I will give commentary Damn, of both of their huge. reactions. Really. The, actual, <laughs> the actual treat Oh, that's good, though, because you get in the peanut butter and the bacon in it. I gotta get some of the waves. I think that's <laughs> the peanut butter strip. Yeah, it's waved with peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Your face looks so excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck yeah, dude, the peanut butter? Maybe the peanut butter will mask the taste. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, whenever you fellas are... Oh! <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> All right, whenever you... God damn it, I don't even have a drink down here. I brought, um, actually brought a uh, vanilla Coke for whoever needs it <laughs> after. Um, feel free to pass it around. It's I'm really going to go nice. ahead and I will open the ceremonial Coke, and this is when um, the fellas will eat their dog food. So, horse right. soup, let's go. Wolf Creek 2. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start out looking at James. <laughs> James already looks bad. Soraya, it tastes like beef jerky. Oh, Soraya's chilling. James, okay. James' face is turning pink. Got it. <laughs> Your eyes look like they're watering. Do you need? This? I got it. Need the coke? Nope. Wait, what? You don't need the? Co- Did you like it? What it tastes like? I don't know. I just like there was like a little weird crunch in there somewhere. You just swallowed it? Yes, sir. Soraya, wait. So it tastes like jerky? A little bit like blander beef jerky, but not too bad. I wonder if you're the one one of the ones that just likes dog food, or if that one actually decent. Because I ha- these are ones that no one's tried yet. I didn't That's have true. the the regular ceremonial. Well, I feel like <laughs> dog food. I feel like they're not bad, honestly. I feel like so you liked agree. it. You don't even need to wash it down. You didn't even. I do though, because it tastes like grass afterwards. James, how do you just swallow those like a pill every time? Is that it's why you only, were like it's the only way? Is that why you like didn't mind? That's kind of why I don't mind because I have that capability to not <laughs> taste just it. Fucking swallow do- pieces of dog food like it's a fucking morning vitamin. Yeah. He's like, Got it. <laughs> it's the Wait, only way. no that's way. Your, it's the that's only your, way to not taste it, man. That's your party trick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so cheating. sick. <laughs> that's cheating. I let mine sit in my. It kind mom. of is. <laughs> I know it's cheating. You didn't get the full effect, like the crunch, the how I long it takes to get wet. I didn't bite into that shit at all. No way. <laughs> That's so sick. That goes down solid. I'm just creeped out like there was like a random crunch in there. Like there shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. There was a crunch? Like a random little crunch. Like oh. okay. crispy, crispy bits. Well, I don't know. Dog food segment is over. <laughs> Let's move on. So uh, where were we at, James? Um, we We got through the whole intro. We killed the cops. Did we do the title card? Title card now. A, a, a title card? Yep. Title card. Title card. <laughs> Wolf Creek 2. So after it passes, uh, we enter you know into my a party. Favorite title card? What? Dash cam. Moving on. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your dick. <laughs> You're right. That is the best title card ever created, though. It's like there's so much depth to it. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, oh, this is when Born to Be Wild plays. Yeah. Born. You know what they? You know what they did in this movie? What they really We're born to be up wild. That that budget purse for some uh, music licensing. They did get born to be wild. They got they got a couple probably pretty expensive tunes in this one. I actually remember reading something a while ago. Um, it was like a, a science. Um, it said all babies need to be born to yep. be wild. They do. And that goes into the movie. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. The Australians are getting blasted because that happens in like every... every uh, Party time. <laughs> every Greg McLean movie. I guess in Rogue, it was the ones on the boat. Yeah, I think he just like looks for excuses to shoot a bunch of people drinking. Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's like, hey, it's really easy to, to, like, make this a movie whenever it's actually just, like, the after party. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we're going to just cut this into the movie. It's always, like, a minute, though. Right. It pops in for, like, a minute. Exactly. And then you get a bunch he of B-roll. <laughs> then there's B-roll. That really just, guys, anytime the scene changes, there's B-roll. Yeah. Let's just make that a general rule. Um, so we soon begin to follow a couple whose names, uh, what are they again? They're, uh... Rutger and Katarina. Rutger and Katarina. Um, well, we got Rutger, we got Katarina, they're doing a little, uh, hitchhiking, and they end up at some dirt-filled area, which is really, you know, it's Australia, and, uh, I don't know what else, uh, how do you, how else do you explain Australia? Uh, yeah, they, they speak German a lot. That's Australia? Yep. They went to, like, a waterfall what? thing, didn't they? Like, they were, like, swimming in the... Yeah, they swim in a river. So you're talking about Rudger and Katarina, right? Yep. I was talking about Australia. Yep. They yodel. They are. They're part of Australia now. The Germans? Well, yep. Technically They're experiencing now. it. So, because they're tourists. They're the heart of Australia now, is what you're saying? I think that's kind of the message of the movie, in a way. That they're stealing Australia. Yeah. That's what you're getting at. Yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying now, because you were losing me hard. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. As long but... as I'm not losing you soft, that's all that matters. <laughs> well, you could be gaining me soft, and I mean, that might be a little bit worse, but, uh, you know, that's uh, up to interpretation. Uh, if that's what you like, that's what you like. Anyway... Australia has kangaroos, and uh, they continue hitchhiking. They don't see kangaroos, uh, but they don't have any luck, and they aren't picked up by anyone. They're trying to, uh, they're not just hitchhiking. They're trying to, uh, what's that thing when you have your thumb up? Hitchhiking. That's that's hitchhiking. <laughs> Why did I think it was called something? I wrote it down, like, apparently, like, I knew what it was when I wrote it down. But I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, doesn't it have another name? I mean, they're also backpacking, if you want to say that, but... Hitchhiking is like the general term for like sticking your thumb out and trying to catch a ride. Yeah, why was my mind telling me there was another name for it right now? <laughs> I wrote down exactly what I wanted to say, but I'm like, no, there's definitely another name no, for I'm that. No, I'm probably too stupid and there's something else. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't believe in past me at all. <laughs> or just 
me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, let's talk about dirt, guys. I want to lick some dirt right now. I fucking hate this movie. I think I hate it now, James. I don't hate it, but it, nah. it definitely wasn't as fun the second time. So Mick's truck comes by. I don't hate it either. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so Mick's truck comes by. He slows down, acts like he's going to pick him up. But then, like, kind of at the same time, this other truck kind of shows up, like, in the distance a little bit. And so then Mick just kind of, like, speeds off and leaves him in the dust. And they're like, hey, motherfucker, don't just pretend like you're going to give us a ride. What the fuck, man? Mm -hmm. But then they just get in the next truck anyway, so it doesn't matter. And it's pretty safe to assume in this moment that Mick just drove off because this other truck saw him. Yeah. Didn't want a witness to snatching up these fellows. Yeah. But, uh... Anyway, they pull up to some possible national forest, and um, they pitch up a tent, both literally and metaphorically. Oh, really. hang on. Before that, there's a couple other things that happen. They go skinny dipping in a river. They go. They get a ride from another lady that has a bunch of goats in the car. <laughs> oh, the yodeling? <laughs> the yodeling occurs. I forgot about the yodeling. That does happen. I mean, you're right in your notes that none of this matters, but... <laughs> I think they're just trying to get us attached to the character. Yeah. By yodeling? (laughs) It's just sweet sentiment. It was sweet and cute. Do you know how to yodel? No. Can you try? Can you? Well, go ahead and try. And then you. (laughs) All right. Go ahead. Yodeling. Go ahead. Shut up. (laughs) Yodeling. Yodeling. That was pretty good. Okay. James. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Man, I don't even have a drink. I got dog food in my throat still. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that one was for you, buddy. Yodelay-hoo. <clears throat> gotta go a little longer. I got. That's it. Oh, okay. Yodelay, yodelay, yodeloo. What, no. what's, what's another one? I don't know. That's okay. all of them. I want to do a diff. I want You more. did that Walmart kid song. Yodelay-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo. Is that what he did? You, I'm just he yodeled. Shit up. He yodeled. Oh, no, yodeled. no. I know I, I, that he's the yodeling kid. Yodeling Walmart kid. Of course he yodeled. Why does yours have a leprechaun <laughs> slant? <laughs> I heard a little Warwick Davis well, in I was there. thinking, I was like envisioning Warwick Davis the whole time. <laughs> so that might have been. <laughs> If that's the case, <laughs> look, man. I but like it wasn't because I just think of him a lot. <laughs> I just like how he looks. So <laughs> oh, I, I think about him constantly. He's always on my mind. All right, so yeah, they pitch a tent. What? <laughs> you talking about my dick? Yep. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and that's when Mick Taylor pulls up and he's like, "Hey, buddy, I see your penis." And the guy's like, all right, well, uh, maybe you should stop. Uh, anyway, that what happens here? It's pretty much just like, hey, you're in a na- national forest. Uh, you should probably leave. It's not good to be here. You might get arrested, blah, blah, whatever. You might get fined. And then yeah, the dude's the like... Whole, uh, the whole thing sounds backwards. It's yeah. Like, if I was in a national forest, that means I'm not on someone's private land, which means it's probably okay to camp here, right? Like. <laughs> I don't well, know. I'm just, this is my American logic. Maybe it doesn't make sense in Australia. But I feel like I think a, you can't camp on national you, forests, right? Well, in America, I feel like, yes, you can, like Yellowstone and the yeah. Appalachians, whatever, but yeah. maybe not in Australia. Yeah, maybe uh, not. Maybe it's just like certain parts of it or. Right. You know. 
Or maybe Mick Taylor's just a piece of shit and he's just making it all up. Well, that both that. things can be true. <laughs> oh, but he's yeah, an Australia right. expert, so maybe he would know too. Well, he's definitely like lying in the situation, or maybe it is a national forest, but he's yeah. also what I really love about this man. Both times, Rutger doesn't really like. He he does what you would think are all the right things. Like he's he's pretty smart. He's got his head on his shoulders right. Like he. He even motions for his girlfriend or wife, whoever, Katarina, to fucking call police. He's like, oh, call 911, like, whispers that to her. Like, he's dealing with everything, like, exactly like he should. He doesn't really believe the guy. He's like, oh, I hear what you're saying, but, like, we'll take our chances. Like, you know, it's fine. We don't need your help. Like, go on your way. Like, he's he's doing everything right. I don't know. I didn't trust this guy, and I think when... Because at one point, Mick starts to, like, gesture toward, like, hey, you know, I'll get you a ride and get you, like, out of here and somewhere else or blah, blah, whatever. And uh, at that point, I mean, he definitely shouldn't have gone with him, but I think he also shouldn't have stayed where he was. He should have been like, all right, I'm just going to go yeah. this way. Well, it doesn't really uh, matter because basically as soon as he turns around, he gets fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and this is also a thing that, like, brings the other movie into question because he gets... I explained, I explained head on a stick already. And... You think that's what happens to this guy here is that he gets turned into a head on a stick. And is that not what happened? I mean, like, well, I know it isn't because he gets up, but like it is what happened, right? I think maybe it's proof that Mick's just not actually as good of a serial killer as he thinks he is. Okay, but it works every other time he does it, right? I don't think it. We don't know that it works every other time he does it. Well, that cop it worked on. Did it? Yeah. He didn't run. That's for sure. It didn't seem like he could move. I don't know. Uh, and I think he did it to that other girl in the first uh, Wolf Creek also. No, remember, we have no proof that he actually did it to her. He's like, I'm going to make you a head on a stick. And then we never see her again. Well, yeah, we never see her again, but <laughs> she couldn't move then. <laughs> so, well, I yeah, Dude, I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, she's the chick in the fucking tunnels in this one, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, well, I think she didn't die for sure. Like, I don't think she died, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it, I, I I think he doesn't know how to do the head on the stick thing as well as he thinks he knows how to do it. Well, if this scene is any proof, then I mean, yeah, you're right. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah, he head on the sticks, the guy. And then um, this is when the movie just gets real, real, real dark. Like, probably darker than the first one a lot, yeah. actually. Um, gets very sexual assaulty. Yeah. Um, like, really graphically sexual assaulty. Um, like you're getting like close-ups on the woman's face as she's like being attacked by him. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, he's it's clear what the intentions are of the scene. Yeah. He is going to R-word her. Well, he rips her underwear off. He yep. like yeah, I would say touched so. her chest too, even. Yeah, he like looks down at uh, her chest at one point and then he's just like, oh, 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 and then just starts like grabbing yeah. her boobs and like fucking like throwing them around. It's really yeah. uncomfortable. It, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Rudger does save the day. Yeah, but Rudger pops up. I mean, that's the whole thing, you know. He's not a head on a stick. He's not a head on a stick. He just pops back up. He looks like he's not even, like, injured whatsoever, <laughs> actually. Like, it look, looks like it did not affect him. Yeah, well, it doesn't last long. <laughs> but, yeah, no, then he gets destroyed. Um, Mick basically just turns around. I mean, they fight for a second. Yeah. Mick ends up winning the fight, grabs him by the by the hair, and then slits his throat, and then just starts, like, Chopping his entire head yeah, off. Yeah, just proceeds to saw his whole head off. Keep sawing, keep sawing. And also, it looked pretty good. Not bad. I wasn't mad at it. Uh, took the whole head off, and then he shows it to her. Uh, 
Yeah, and then he says probably the most disturbing line in the whole movie. What was that? It's whenever he's choking her out, and he says, we're going to spend a few long months together. Yeah. Yeah, long months is crazy. This is America! Um, so, yeah. Katarina ends up getting knocked out, and then when she wakes back up, uh, her boyfriend, Rudger, is already chopped up into pieces, and then uh, he's just about finished when he uh, pulls on his penis and then uh, cuts the thing. And this is like a really calamari. It is kind of like calamari. Or like, no, like like squid. Yeah. It's kind of like some fried squid. But it's like hollow in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like if my penis was cut off, there'd be like some meat in the middle. (laughs) Like Like some tendons, like some big veins like coming out. Something going on, but apparently you could just like stick a finger right in there and like there's just nothing else going on there. There's no blood. There's no like. Yeah, you no think. veins. There's nothing. Like heart pumps, like the most blood. Like it should have been like a gush of. It's a blood blood bag, right? Well, maybe, but and not in the Wolf Creek world. You know what? You know what is true though. Huh? Ridger was hung like a donkey. Hung like a donkey, and then he's like, "Yeah, Froline must have been real happy," because <laughs> you know Ridger had a he had a big penis, big dick, chopped off his big dick. But uh, it's, it's gone now, and there's just a hole remaining where that where it was. Yep. And, uh, yeah, she wakes up. Uh, she's only zip-tied by her hands, and she's easily able to leave. And to be fair, she does start, like, moving and start leaving, but not fast enough. She waits way too long. I know they do this thing where, like, the generator stops for a minute, and so she waits for the generator to turn back on because, like, she wants the sound of the generator to cover up her footsteps. She waits way too long. She should have been the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she was far enough that she could have still been quiet either way. Yeah. And probably yeah. got out of there. But uh, no, she does not take advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. She second guesses a lot, but she gets a decent distance away at some point, And uh, I don't know, Mick just, within a minute, he's back. Like, he's already back. He's already taking Chase again. Yeah, chasing her down in the truck. Goes for a bit until Katarina comes across a man in a car. I hate watching... In movies or TV, people in a people running away from a car. What do you mean? Like I just think that it's so stupid. Oh, because he's just driving after her. Just to think that someone driving a truck like that cars are fast. Because cars are fast, sure, but like just the maneuverability. Like, and she does end up ditching him for a second, but like all she has to do is always turn around, turn around, Mm -hmm. run past a tree. Jump into a bush, like it's a four by four, but it's not fucking indestructible. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not hard to run away from a car. It's just not. I would just keep running in a circle until they got really annoyed, like <laughs> doing <laughs> four zigzag. point turns like, over and over again. Anytime I'm watching a movie and someone is on their feet running away from someone in a car, I'm like, this is stupid. Run through a. If you're in a town, run through a yard. They can't follow you. It's so simple. Well, that's the thing. They're in dirt. Right, right now, I understand they're in dirt, but still, there's like bushes and fucking ravines everywhere and like you can find a way away from this truck take a sharp left it's gonna take him a while yeah <laughs> yeah so guys if you're ever in a car situation just like run in circles around it or something <laughs> you are more maneuverable than the car don't run in straight lines is all i'm saying look man i think anyone who's ever been blasted and died to a car is pissed at you right now <laughs> they're like you know what i didn't get to maneuver it 
And I beg to differ. And that, that's, so you know what? That's not to say that you that's, can't accidentally get hit by the car if you're crossing the street and someone's speeding right. or something. That's a different situation. That's a different situation. If situation. someone is chasing you in a car and you die, it's your fault. That's all I'm saying. When did the chase <laughs> yeah. start? Where's the start line? <laughs> and where am I? Am I at the same line? Different line? Uh, yeah. Same line. Same line? Same line. They probably give you a head start because it's not a chase if they're not behind you, right? Yeah, are they? So, is so I guess like, I guess it's not the same line. Is it a Mario Kart start? Yes. Like, do they gotta like build it up a bit? Yes. Well, I'm probably gonna win. Exactly. <laughs> All you gotta do once they get close, turn, bitch. It's not hard. Like, <laughs> what are if, you fucking Zoolander? You can't go left. <laughs> What's the problem? Okay, but if the start line is like. They're right next to a corner, and then they take that corner, and I'm at the front of that corner. You know, like mm. they're right behind. I might lose. I don't know, man. I think I, I have lose. I have more faith in the in the human anatomy. I think man beats machine every time. I I'd beg to differ. In, in, in I'm not saying you ever I, heard I, of I'm a warehouse accident. <laughs> I think my grandma was a part of one. She got big money for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She got like her arm ripped off and a fucking her old leg. She she talks. Wait, about her it. leg was ripped off. Almost. Of... It was oh like yeah. It was like really fucked up. Look, see? all I know is see? that she I saw she won a lot of compensation. <laughs> Workman's comp. That sucks. How much money you get if you if the leg gets ripped off? I don't know. Ask my aunt. She's like queen of suing people. Is the leg ripped <laughs> off? Hospitals. No, she's but she sued a lot of hospitals for her leg getting ripped off for having epilepsy. Does she still have a leg? She still has all of her anatomy. Yeah, it's incredible. This is when we're introduced to the main character. Thirty-five minutes into the movie, I guess that's fine. I guess I don't know. Um, do we like him? Upon first viewing, initially, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. Initial no. initial responses, him driving this fucking yellow Jeep. No, I hate this guy. The way he bites his phone. and <laughs> The way he bites his phone. The way he has his girlfriend or wife or whoever in his it, phone as my, my angel. angel. Fuck this guy. <laughs> no. You can't do that. They like they try to give us like a little like Easter egg to like l- actually like his personality, but after that we get nothing. <laughs> we don't know why he's there. Even I wish he answered he the phone. He doesn't know why he's there. I wish when he answered the phone he was like, "Hey, my angel," but he didn't. She had a name. It was like Becky or something. Was it literally yeah. Becky? I don't know. I feel I like it was something like. I think that. it was like Emily or something. Emily sounds right, actually. Well, it's my angel in my book. My angel. That's crazy. That's a crazy way to. Did did we did we give context for him biting on his phone? Uh, no, because <laughs> they don't give us context. Well, for what do you him think it was? Phone. He, he has the phone. He gets her voicemail. He hangs up and he shoves it in his mouth. I would agree that that's what happens. I don't know what else. How else to talk about? Maybe he got some barbecue or some veg some Vegemite on it. He had some Vegemite on it. That's the problem. Yeah, had to lick it off. Anyway, eventually, uh, Katarina ends up getting inside of this dude's car. Yeah, the classic situation. No, no, you're not getting in my car. If you come running at me screaming, I don't care who you are, male, woman, indifferent, I don't give a shit. You wouldn't try to save him? No fucking way. If someone comes running up on me like that, I am sorry. 
about the situation that you are in, but I am in it to save my own self, you're not getting in my car. It's not happening. So I had a situation <laughs> once where I was with uh, my ex like a long time ago, like when we were like right out of high school, like right when I started driving and it was Halloween night. I'd probably, yeah, I literally probably started driving a month before because my <laughs> birthday's in September. So I literally started driving the month before and uh, we're driving down the road like after coming back from a Halloween party or something. And um, all of a sudden, someone just runs in the middle of the road, and they look like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, messed up or bloody or something. I don't know. It happened very fast. But they ran on the front of the car, and I was like, they were like, ah, something, like, I don't know, zombie or help or something. keep driving. I don't know what was going on. No, so I started, like, slowing down, and I was about to, and then I was just like, oh, shit. And then, like, my ex was like, Go, like get the fuck. And then I was just like, I kind of just freaked out. I didn't know what to do, and I was like, uh. And I just like, I got out because I was like, well, maybe you're right. Because I was like, shit, I don't know. And, I, and then like, as we were driving away, she was like, bitch, that could have been a trap. Like that could have been like what some, I'm thinking. Like, when I see crazy it, I think it's and, like, I'm way too trusting. I don't know how I went this long. <laughs> no, that was kind of my initial also thought, the, but then when she the, said like, that, I was like, "Well, I don't want to give away too much." But like, you're a healthcare professional, so like, there's there's that part of you that like you want to help people. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want to help people. <laughs> yeah, no, I. But right when we drove away, though, I was like, "Shit, maybe you're right." I didn't really think about that. I was like, "I guess that could have been." That's what my mind goes to immediately. <laughs> I would have never thought. I, I'm thinking this person is working with someone else mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to help them and they're going to surround my car with like 20 people. Like that's immediately where my brain goes. I should yeah. be thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, now, now you put it that way. Retrain my brain. <laughs> that was literally how I felt when I was like told that other perspective in that moment. Cause I was like, well shit. So if I let him in, it might've been bad. You're right. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Mick Taylor's yeah. after me now. <laughs> And I'd rather that didn't happen, so. <laughs> right? Exactly. You don't pick her up. Mick Taylor's not after you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's the thing, too. You pick someone up that's, like, fucking screaming for help. They might still be after them. You got to help them. <laughs> Whatever you're going through, you do have to help them. You're not. You might not be equipped for that. Look, all I'm saying is that, like, as I was driving away, I called someone. And I was like, hey, I just passed some shit that I'm not dealing with right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. I did what I could. Did you call the cops at least? That, that's what I'm saying. I called and I was like, hey, Something someone crazy. might need help over there where I just left. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some crazy shit outside my window one time. Like some people, like a couple houses down, like got yeah. in some big fight. And then, and then someone goes, he's got a knife. No. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit. It was summer, so all my windows were open. I just heard all of it going on out there. I was you look the- over, it's your son. <laughs> <laughs> I called the cops. I was like, hey, I don't know what's going on. There's some people out here. And then someone just screamed, he's got a knife. You might want to swing by. <laughs> and they all scattered. I heard, he's got a knife. And then they all scattered. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. That sounds like a bunch of none of my business. No, not here. (laughs) (laughs) That was, uh, that was, that was, that was many houses ago. It wasn't Fort Wayne though. It was when I, it was when I lived like right next to downtown. I'd close my blinds. Not my business. (laughs) Close my blinds. Worry about me. (laughs) So eventually Katarina ends up getting inside of the dude's car. Um, albeit right when Mick drifts around the corner, (laughs) but you know, I'll let it pass. So now it's basically death race with Jason Statham, and uh, they fight each other with uh, you know their cars for a bit until the new guy tricks Mick into driving into a tree, which is always fun. And at this point, they lightly celebrate for a moment until you know this 
dude decides to stop his car instead of driving the hell away. I mean, can we talk about how boring this car chase is? Mostly because it's happening at night in the middle of the Australian outback, which doesn't have a light. So you just can't see shit, really. <laughs> we just see headlights and grass. Yeah, I don't love it. <laughs> I also kind of realize I don't like when this movie is dark. Yeah, and this is a great example. It's just dark. You can't see shit. You can't really tell what's going on. I mean, yeah, the cars are bumping into each other, but like, you can't really see what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I could see one of some other dark movies. Like, it's not like it's not like. I just want to. I'm not saying that it isn't dark, but like, I just want to say <laughs> it isn't one of those movies where like you know it is so bad where you're like, okay, I can't see shit at right. all, you know. Um, but I will. I I'm more just. I just think this movie's kind of boring when it's nighttime. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think the Wolf Creek movies just shouldn't go tonight at all <laughs> because there's something about it that just is not hidden for me. Yeah, I think it's because it is boring because it is just a lot of the same thing. Like, there's something scary about being in the middle of nowhere and, like, it's a vast sea of emptiness, but that's also not super interesting to shoot after a while. Because yeah. you're just walking through a vast sea mm-hmm. of emptiness. Yeah, and if the story and like the dialogue is really good to go with it, that's one thing. But when you're just walking around going, shit, oh my god, Mick, he's coming. <laughs> the guy's running over here with his with his car. <laughs> and and he should have, if he wanted to kill me, he could have by now. So I don't know what he's taking his fucking time <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah, why is he taking an hour and 45 minutes? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, at one point they end up stopped, and what's this guy? What's the guy's name again? This new, the oh shit, I forgot his name. How did I forget his name? Do you remember his name? No, I don't. I think I even like I think his name's Paul Me Cousin. <laughs> yeah, probably is. I'm gonna call him Kevin Cosner for now. Um, so yeah, this guy, whatever his name is, he ducks when he sees Mick pointing this uh, rifle at his face. And then when he ducks, Mick shoots anyway, and he blasts Katarina in the face. It's hilarious. And he he blasts her with the same sniper that the fucking other guy got blasted earlier with that took his entire head off. Right. And she just Mm -hmm. has a tiny bullet hole, like, in her cheek or something, and Mm -hmm. then a giant hole on the other side of her head. Which confirms that that other guy did not get shot, and his head just blew up. Mick just blew his head up. Yeah. (laughs) Because he can do that. That's the only thing that makes sense. (laughs) That's why it looks so different. (laughs) I don't know about all that, man. Um, So she's dead, and what happens next is probably what I would want to do, but I probably wouldn't, purely out of fear that... Not even just purely. I also just wouldn't want to. guy's name's fucking Paul, by the way. Paul. That doesn't even sound like that's right. (laughs) I feel like he only said it like later on in the movie. Okay, his name's Paul. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So this asshole, um, he pulls up to a random dirt which I don't know why this dirt was specific to him. He could have pulled into any dirt and done this, really. Yeah, basically he drives until sunrise. For so long. Yeah, and and we're just left to wonder why Mick's not there. Like, he's following him, right? Yeah. He's yeah. just following him far enough away that the guy can't see? Like, what's he doing? Well, yeah, because <laughs> when the dude drives away, you just see Mick standing there, and he's just, like, looking at him, and then just lets him drive away. So he's just messing with him. Yeah, yeah at that point. Yeah. Which, I mean, he does that, and I mean, that's fine. He does. He does that actually a lot with a lot. every single person that he ever <laughs> comes across. Um, I mean, he did that with Katarina earlier, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of let her go away. I'm sure he knew she was walking away the Yeah, whole time. he likes the hunt, right? Like, he's yeah. one of those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, Frank Reynolds says you should never hunt a man. If Frank Reynolds says it, that's a rule to live by, my friend. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, But anyway, what I wouldn't do that he did, because he goes with his dirt, and he pulls out a sleeping bag, and he puts this dead body in a sleeping bag, and then he like stares at the face for a while, and he's like, oh, poor thing. I'm so sad. <laughs> I get that, you know, someone died, you're sad about it, blah, blah. He's looking at her like he knows her, but, you know, that's, I guess he's just sad. I can excuse a little bit, but I feel like he should have done that on the drive over to the dirt. Yeah, like process those emotions already. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why, because after, right after this, he's doing everything with, like, so much sense of urgency of, like, you know, he's worried about the time of everything. And And you had that, you've had that body in your car for a while. The sun's coming up. If I were him, I would have just pushed it out right, right? away. Right, just one hundred percent. Yeah, because right at that point, like, I mean, maybe like, even like use your foot, just kind of like reach over, grab it, and then yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't keep her in there. No, like if there wasn't a killer chasing me, maybe it's a different story. If there's a killer chasing me; it's not my problem. No. And why did he bust out his window too after that? I think I think cause, cause it was cracked up and yeah, filled with blood. It was like one of those so two cr- things so cracked that you can really see through it. So he's like, I'd rather just have not have a window than have this shit that I can't see through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also liked when uh, he put his shirt around his elbow to like break the window, but then like it moved out of the way, and then he just <laughs> went and broke the window with his elbow anyway because mm-hmm. it's not real glass. Well, he's strong, man. So that's good stuff. <laughs> um, seems like something they could have. Well, I guess they can't can't reshoot it. Sugar glass was already. <laughs> <laughs> they only had one. They didn't have any more. <laughs> I mean, did they use any more sugar glass after that? Probably none. That was the that was the rest <laughs> of it. They couldn't reshoot that scene, dude. Yeah, it was all their fucking budget in sugar glass. Anyway, he puts like a rock under her head too, because he, he, her head needs to be elevated in death, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was supposed to serve as like a tombstone or what. What that that. Was I feel like for. it was like holding it to like stay over her face. Oh, okay. Like like holding down the. Yeah, because you know, like sleeping bags don't like zip all right, the way around. Yeah. So. No. Huh. I guess that makes sense. He's trying. Okay, <laughs> so a uh, question. Um, uh, well, I guess I have the answer. More like why? Mick stole a semi truck to attack. <laughs> he already had a truck. I guess that's what he was doing. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's this true. whole time they should have followed him and like get the backstory on right? that. <laughs> like what? That would have been interesting. I mean, what he... was what was his process? He's like, well, shit. Now I have to go get a truck. <laughs> like, why? That would have been way more interesting than following him making a little burial burial for right? him because that You're took right. like seven minutes too. <laughs> yeah, like we could have so just watched him massacring other people. Right. Yeah, because I mean. During that time, Mick did kill a guy Kills to steal guy. that truck. Rubber guts. Yeah, he like, and the only thing we see of that is him lifting up a little sheet, and we see like his stomach, and he goes, "Sorry, blah blah guts." Yeah, yeah, and that's it. So I mean, yeah, you're right. We should have seen that side of that it. That would have been way more interesting. So what the fuck were we watching? <laughs> a bunch of bullshit. A bunch uh, of unnecessary a main bullshit. Main character that we don't even know his name. We just wanted to fall in love with him. That's what they needed. <laughs> God damn, that's stupid. So anyway, at this point. Well, there's a note. It says Joyride right here. Yep. Now it's Joyride. <laughs> Not um, Killjoy. Yeah, so there's a fucking semi truck fighting a car. Uh you know God, we're, we're, I can't wait for the twisted metal movie. Moving on. Well, where's Steve Zahn and fucking Paul Walker when you need him? I know, right? God. Um, so uh, as this car fight's going on, the Awimawa song starts playing. <laughs> this is when the movie gets real good. In the jungle. <laughs> this is like this movie might still have a lot of the issues that the first one has. <laughs> it might still annoy me. 
And the second watch did not do it for me as much as the first watch did. Yeah. But I'll give credit where credit's due. <laughs> this is the best scene in movie history in it. <laughs> this is art. This movie, I will say. Art. That's At the least. first thing you ta- told me about about the movie. Like, What's it about? And you're like, this is there's a real great kangaroo scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I had to say, and it was great, right? Yeah, it was kind of sad. Now, fuck you, kangaroos <laughs> suck. Kangaroos are a bunch of assholes. This, this is proof that kangaroos suck. No, this is proof that, that kangaroos sad. are bitches. Yeah, bitch made kangaroos for sure. They're the little stupid idiots with no brain. <laughs> Low IQ idiots. Low, dumb, Just stupid. Just run directly <laughs> into traffic idiots. So this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um... Basically, there's a stampede of kangaroos. They're just sitting around at first, and it's like, all right, what are you guys going to do? Time to run! <laughs> but then Paul... Wait, oh, shit. Dude, this is Joyride. It Paul is Paul! Walk- <laughs> <laughs> they called him Paul after Paul Walker, dude. Damn. They were like, yeah, we're going to do a Joyride tribute. Maybe. That's what this was. That's Greg McLean. Anyway... What's a kangaroo a tribute to? Uh, so this is, this is kangaroo. Kangaroo Jack. That's true. You're right. <laughs> so they got across the street. There's a joke there. <laughs> what happens when the kangaroo crosses the road? It's fucking flying kangaroos. <laughs> flying kangaroo! Basically, when the kangaroos cross the road, they have no concept of semi-trucks barreling at them. <laughs> and what that leads to is... A jeep and a semi truck barreling into them. Yeah, just a kangaroo massacre. Yeah, Paul seems like a little worried about the situation. He's not too happy about it. Mick is pretty excited about bashing these kangaroos. He's just laughing. He's like, God bless Australia. <laughs> I feel like he's been waiting to bash these kangaroos for a long time. <laughs> for a man who loves Australia, he really wants to beat up a kangaroo. Well, you know what? I just think that, like, what this movie did that the first Wolf Creek didn't is when someone tells me, hey, they made an Australian horror movie. And then you delivered me the first Wolf Creek. I'm like, no, fuck you. But then you're like, they made an Australian horror movie. And you show me Wolf Creek 2. I'm all in. It's <laughs> very patriotic. You want to show me a fucking Australian horror movie? And there's no kangaroos. <laughs> That's not Australia. That's a lie. Where are the wallabies? I'm, I'm still a little pissed I didn't see a koala. No didgeridoo. No wallaby. Yeah, there are no didgeridoos. No fuck. No veg. I'm talking about just the first one in just Australian horror movies in general. Well, Australian movies in general. There's no wallaby, no didgeridoo, no Vegemite, no goddamn. I swear to God. Land down under. There's no nut. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> no blooming onions. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> to celebrate this episode, James bought two blooming onions from the Outback. From Outback Steakhouse, the most Australian place in the world. <laughs> most Australian place in America. <laughs> well, yeah, on our side of things. To us, most Australian place in Indiana. To us, it's the most Australian thing around. So we do what we can, and uh, this is for we you. We got a blooming onion. This is for you, kangaroos. You guys can't eat it because you're all fucking dead. You're in the grill of a semi truck. 
Um, I like when one of the one of the kangaroos hit the jeep and it went over the jeep and it rolled and it blasted right into the semi truck and Best then it part. blasted even higher and then like did a bunch of flips in the air and then that's when uh, Mick was like, "Oh shit, flying kangaroo!" Yeah, <laughs> that was good stuff. It's amazing. I like flying kangaroos when when they're flying is the only time I like them. Um, so yeah, they get they get destroyed. I'd say at least twenty kangaroos get blasted like one by one, and a Weemawa still playing. Yeah. <laughs> so after the roo ramming, uh, Paul crashes and he has his driver's side door stuck on a road railing. Hold and up, really, hold up, hold up. Before that, I do need to point out his car is running out of gas, overheating. Oh, so much is happening, and then he gets a flat tire all at the same. <laughs> yeah it's like and uh, the flat tire kind of threw me for a ride i'm like his tires looked pretty damn new like i don't know if it was just me that noticed that but his tires looked pretty well, fucking yeah. new. i mean it's a pretty nice jeep he probably has it outfitted look like a new outfitted. jeep outfitted with like a nice like he knew he was doing some you know off-roading pro- in the yeah. outback he was probably prepared a rental and that's crazy i don't even know what he would have hit that just destroyed his tire the way it did like that <laughs> Unless it was like bald, yeah, because that thing exploded. I don't know that happened. Yeah, it just blew up. It, yeah, like we <laughs> no, like she hit something, and then we had to pull over, and we had to change tire and everything. Well, it was probably fucking Mick Taylor <laughs> using <laughs> his like Taylor using telekinesis. I'm telling <laughs> he's you, just, man, just, he's magical, bro. Just blowing shit up all the time. <laughs> he just blew up that tire. So anyway, after the tire blowing up and the engine blowing up and the gas blowing up all at once, his car uh, hits directly into a side railing. Yeah, next to a cliff. Yes. And it's his driver's side door, which is the right side, Australia. Um, <laughs> is, do you think that's also why they filmed this that specific way? So they could be like, yeah, we put the, we put the wheel on the other side, guys. Of course, it's Australian <laughs> trivia. <laughs> the movie's all about Australian trivia. Of course, that's why they did that. Um, so when that happens, he sees Mick Taylor driving straight over to him towards the passenger side door. Yeah. Pretty far back. Yeah. And at this moment, he's like, oh, shit, I got to get out. So he tries to get out. Oh, my God. Driver's side door is blocked. And even if it wasn't, it's the edge of a cliff. What do you just get out on the other side? Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> get on that side either way. But that's his initial thought. And then... The car's coming straight over, or the truck's coming straight over to him. And he's like, all right, let me start this car with the blown-up tire engine and gas I'm going to try to drive out of here. I'm going to try to drive out of here. Instead he still of, could run. He had fully enough, like, so much time to just get out the other side yeah. and just, just run away. Mm-hmm. At that point... Mick hits the fucking car and drives off the cliff. Just pushes it off the cliff. And I, we saw it was a big cliff. Big cliff, but... <laughs> Paul survives. Well, Paul goes down the big cliff. We should say that, too. <laughs> Paul gets hit by the truck. Yeah, goes he's in all the, the way car. Down. He's in the Jeep. All the way down. The airbags deploy. We see everything. Flips 30 times. Yeah. Flips 35 times, I think. And then hits a rock. <laughs> and then his airbag just goes off, and he just, like, wipes his shoulders off. And he's like, huh, that was crazy. Then cool he, flips. Then he gets out, and he's like, you better do better than that, motherfucker. He's like, hey, like, Mick. What are you doing, bro? Hey, dumbass. <laughs> you want to try to kill me again? I'm right here. You've already seen this guy shoot someone in the face. <laughs> Dude's been chasing you. Doesn't even know you. Has no reason to chase you. <laughs> and you're going to taunt him when you barely got away? Dear God. I'm not saying shit, dude. I'm, I'm pretending like I'm dead. 
100%. Hoping he thinks I'm dead, then I'm going to sneak away or some shit. Like, Yeah, so it didn't seem very smart to me. But, uh, you know, <sighs> Paul believes he's in the clear. And then, um, well, now we're 56 minutes into the film. And it's, like, near impossible to tell the difference between what is currently on our screen and what was on our screen at the end of the original Wolf Creek. Correct. Just a man walking through the Australian outback. Yeah, because now he just got away again. For six know? hours. It's just, he's just running off, you know? Yeah. Doing his thing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Okay, so he's just walking around. This part really, really bugs me. Like, I really don't like this at all. Okay, he's set the stage. He's in the middle of the outback. Basically, you it's pretty flat. You can see for miles. You see everything and from he's everywhere. Just walking and walking and walking. And then he collapses, goes to take a drink of water. And then while he's laying upside down, does he look up and notice a house, a farmhouse? Yeah. That he apparently has never seen before. (laughs) Wouldn't he have been walking towards that for the last, like, six hours? Like, it's the only thing that you can see on the horizon, bro. Of course that's your destination. And even if he didn't see it the whole time, he at least (laughs) saw it by the time he passed out. And he passes out, like, just to be clear, he passes out falling forward. Yeah. And even if he didn't, I don't see any possible scenario where you don't see that. Like, he knew that was there. (laughs) Yeah. It's right there. (laughs) But he gets up and he's like, holy shit, there's a house. So he goes over, he passes out on the door. I want to make a note that the door is closed. Mm -hmm. This is very important. Um, The door is fully closed, and then he wakes up, and there's, like, a couple here. I thought it was mixed parents. Yeah, they do a pretty good job at almost making you think that it's Mick's house. He's, like, getting dragged through the house almost, but, like, they're carrying him, and you kind of see his perspective, and he's just like, whoa, there's guns. Whoa, there's hunting trophies. Whoa, what the fuck? And so you kind of think that it might be Mick's house. Yeah. And then you just see these two old people, and you're like, who the fuck are these people? And uh, they're also playing just really off-putting music. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know yeah. if I'd call it music. <laughs> it sounded like someone being tortured, honestly. It was, it was odd. It's just Australian classics, man. I don't even know if that was. I don't know what that <laughs> I have no idea what that was. It was like someone like banging on a pan while someone else is squealing. Uh, I think it was just <laughs> classical music. Great. <laughs> classical music. Love it. Anyway. The house is like really nice and well-kept. But, you know, they're, like I said, they're listening to the soothing sounds of angels being tortured by ex-CIA operatives. Yeah. And when he tries to eat dinner, um, he, we hear the shouts of Mick Taylor going, hey, you in there, mate? You want anyone else to get hurt, do you? <laughs> so you realize he's still around. Um, and, you know, this, this is when I, I was confused. This is when I found out that, that that wasn't Mick's dad. Not Mick's parents. No. Yeah. Just nice people. They got shotguns. Yeah. They're going to go defend Paul's honor. You think? Well, they're going to try. Well, they defended Paul's he honor. Tries. They did defend Paul's honor. He, he defends it. I mean, they didn't, like, win and live. Nope. Like, they're, I mean, they're dead people now. Yeah. 
basically, uh, Mick comes in, they have a talk, and the guy's like, get on out of here, I got a shotgun, and Mick's like, all right, cool. He leaves, comes back like a minute later. <laughs> um, and the the thing, when he comes back in, he comes in, like, he goes in the house, just walks in the house when the when the man turns around, like, immediately when he turns around. Uh-huh. And that's because the man just left the door open. Yeah. He's left the screen door, like, you know, kind of cracked. Well, Never closed the wood door. It wouldn't have mattered anyway, because, you know, Mick Taylor can teleport. Well, yeah, Mick <laughs> would have found his way in. You're right. <laughs> but um, I think closing the door would have delayed, maybe. Well, he was like, come on, let's go. We're going to get out of here. I like the chicken noodle soup that the, that the, the lady made. You ate it? No, I just liked it. <laughs> It looked like it had the little stars, the star noodles. Chicken and stars. Yeah. Like, but you could have creeped him out, though, when she said, I made it just for, or special for you. Yeah, I made it special She's for like, you. <laughs> yeah, also why creepy. I thought those they, were his parents. They gave yeah. real, like, uh, Resident Evil 7 family vibes, like, whenever you, they wake up, and, or whenever play. he wakes up in there. Like, well, you know, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. I gotcha. You know what I mean. I gotcha. The family. I didn't, I didn't finish it. It was too scary. <laughs> Yeah, I think was that Biohazard. Yeah, I played a little bit in yeah. VR, and then I got motion sickness. And oh, I never I played it again. Done it in VR. God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a motion sickness nightmare. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. I, oh, I had a bad time. <laughs> so yeah, dude's like, hey, uh, Mick's gone. Paul doesn't believe him, and then that's when they notice that he's inside, and then the dude immediately gets blasted. Just blasted. Old timer's gone, and then the uh, wife hears the noise. She walks over. She tries to check it out. She tries to run away. She gets blasted. Yeah. So they're both gone immediately. And um, as this is all happening, uh, the classic Blue Danube Waltz <laughs> of the London Symphony Orchestra is playing. Yep. Um, and uh, I actually can't listen to that song anymore because I added it to my like playlist right, right after this. And then now every time it comes on, it just pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> so I never want to hear that song again, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, right here, I wrote that I have a take that um, anything sounds good while this is rolling. And I did think that. Yeah previously but now i don't yeah and it's the worst song ever so after mix uh after mick kills them paul runs off and mick very clearly sees him running off and could have ended him with his rifle but again uh he doesn't but this doesn't. time he hears a horse neigh <laughs> so he just kind of sees like a, a fun opportunity really yeah it's like this is gonna be a little more exciting so he looks at the horse he looks at paul running off in the distance and chuckles and uh you know he's gonna he's gonna ride a horse he's gonna get on a horse <laughs> so uh he catches up to him by horse, and I just I can't believe what happens here. Mick just turns into Indiana Jones. Yep. And, like, I don't know where he pulled a whip out from. Maybe <laughs> it was on the horse. Like, maybe. attached to the saddle. <laughs> I guess maybe that makes sense. Yeah, because, right, like, don't people, like, ride yeah, horses, they're and like, they're like, yeah. yeah. some people do that, yeah. Or don't they just slap the butt now? Or they Well, they usually take, like, the... The spurs. The spurs, and, yeah. yeah. Well, he grabs a whip, and he just starts, like, he lassos Paul. <laughs> And he punches him square in the teeth. Fucking Indiana Jones, moving on. Okay, so Mick captures Paul. He takes him back to his Australian Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> and, <laughs> hey, stop it. That's what it's called. St- don't laugh. That's racist. And uh, it's going to turn into an Australian game show real fast. So he's like, hey, man, you know anything about my country? You're just an innit tourist, innit? And uh, you got to like Australia more for me to not kill you. That's basically what the rest of the movie is, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that they took an opportunity here to just at least for an American audience, like, 
really make a movie that they're like, yeah, this is Australian, mate. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> the only thing it's missing is Foster's beer. Where's the Foster's, man? <laughs> and Vegemite. I didn't see any Vegemite in here. But they do have a cool, they sing cool Australian songs and all like that. That's what gets Mick going. That's when yeah, he's like, you know what? Tie kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. <laughs> Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tiny kangaroo all together now. Keep me cockatoo cool, curl. Keep me cockatoo cool. Don't be, be acting, acting a fool, fool curl. curl. Keep, Keep me cockatoo cool. Everybody know. Take me koala back. Check Jack. that one's hard. Yeah. Take hard. me koala back. You live somewhere out on the track, Mac. Take me koala back. Play a didgeridoo, blue. blue. Play a didgeridoo. I don't know the next word. Something about a didgeridoo. <laughs> say, say whatever you want. Uh, so you know, out. I'm I, leaving. I just like oldies radio sometimes. I've definitely heard that song just on the radio. You ever heard that song, Shreya? Never. Not until tonight. No? Just not Australian enough. You'd get killed. 100%. <laughs> That's probably the only thing. <laughs> Good I'd dude. win if you like Australia. Let me just eat Vegemite. So far, you're still alive. Then, yeah, that's the, that's as far as I'd make it. Let's see how far each of us make it. So far, <laughs> we lost a finger. At least, <laughs> I mean, it's not doing I'd well win so his far. Heart. Okay, well, we both <laughs> lost a finger. <laughs> <laughs> we both. I think, lost all, a finger. I think all the ladies win as hard. I don't want to win as hard. So I don't want to either. With that. No, like, what's my answer for the one question? Mm. Well, now, well, first you have to sing a song to get him intrigued and not <laughs> kill you to begin with. So I think we already died, but let's Dead. just go ahead and say we lost a finger right now. <laughs> um, anyway, after he starts singing, Mick's like, okay, you like Australia. <laughs> we can keep this going. And he's like, let me go get some whiskey. Um, uh, 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 uh. So he's on his good side. They're drinking some whiskey. Um, and uh, the, the, Mick, he strikes up a deal. The deal is, I'm going to play an Australian history game. And if Paul wins, Mick will set him free. But for each question he misses, cuts off a finger. We already lost a finger. Paul gets the first few right. And this was in, like, really, I, I, I just wanted to learn more about Australian history because it seemed kind of fun. <laughs> there was some fun stuff in here. <laughs> they should do this in more Australian movies. All Australian movies should just teach me about Australia. Yeah, that's I really what the purpose is. I want to learn Australian history through horror movies. And that's it. Yeah. I'm not reading the book. <laughs> I want it through film. So Paul's winning. There's some other uh, question about uh, it's regarding to the transfer of British criminals to Australia. Mm, yeah. Um, and uh, Paul gets the correct year of when it happened, uh, even like reasoning as to why it happened. But uh, the correct answer was actually James. Oh, because they're a bunch of pommy cunts. That's why they were transferred over. That was the correct answer. That was the correct answer according to Mick. So since technically, according to Mick, Paul got it wrong, he loses a finger. Loses a finger. As this goes on, um, he's going to lose what? Another finger on the other hand. He just yeah. loses one on each hand, right? One on each or does hand. he lose two on one? One on each hand. Okay. One on each hand. Um, he's pretty much going to use this as a way to uh, get his hands free eventually. He's yeah. going to do this whole thing where he's like, Mick, no, don't cut off my one finger. Cut off the other one. And then Mick's like, ah. You jerk off with that one. All right, I get it. <laughs> so he lets him have. Does say that. So he lets him have another. I don't know. He That's gets, your baiting hand. <laughs> so 
cuts off the other finger, and then now he's able to reach this hammer that's next to him. Yeah, hammer I'll, bro. I also feel like he could have got the hammer the first time. I, I think so too, but it's fine. He needed he needed both hands free so he could get up. Yeah, he did need that either way, so yeah. I guess it kind of works out. Um, when is this? Is this around the time that uh, Mick comes back and shows him all the bodies? Yeah. Mick walks back in the room. I mean, really, Mick is just going to leave a few times, come back, give him questions, cut off a finger. There's going to be a hammer that gets grabbed by Paul. There's this great exchange with with them where they're, like, rediscussing the rules of the game. He's like, you over said seven. No, I said 11. No, you said 10. Like, how many questions he was supposed to ask. Yeah, because I think it goes back and forth but with, with five and ten over right, and over right, again. Right. And I was actually really confused by that. I, I don't know if that was actually in the script or if maybe John Jarrett just, like, said some shit and mm. then just kind of rolled with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also this thing where uh, at one point he asks a question about cricket and he's just like, who's the most famous uh, cricket person, et cetera, et cetera. And he's just like, well, not that one, though. Yeah. Not not the actual guy, because yeah. that guy's a dick. Don't you dare say this guy. <laughs> so he does make a lot of his own rules for this, but it's his game show, so. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, and I actually enjoy the concept of this as a game show if you have a very eccentric character, but obviously not with the whole, like, cutting people's fingers off. Mm. But if you have, like, a very eccentric host and all of the questions are based around their opinions... <laughs> Not necessarily, like, the historical fact, but, like, no, what would I say the answer is? That's already been invented. It's called Charlie McDennis. Oh, yeah, it is Charlie McDennis. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole Always Sunny episode. Well, we need to make it's our great. own. It's one of the greatest games ever invented, honestly. <laughs> so Mick gets back, and he's like, hey, Paul, actually, you're not leaving. I'm going to chop off uh, your life. Everything. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. As well. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying. you here. I'm gonna put you in a dress. He, tra- he threatens to put him in a dress. He does threaten to put him in a dress. Um, this is right after he shows him his Christmas decorations in the form of human skeletons and stuffed mm-hmm. bodies surrounded mm-hmm. with lights and whatnot. Um, and then he's like, "Yeah, so Paul, I'm gonna gonna keep you for a while because he quote unquote got rid of his plaything. Paul being the person who ducked when the bullet uh, hit Katarina." And uh, and then when he says this, he's holding that pretty sundress up. And then this is when Paul, I mean, this was a pretty clever moment because uh, he could smell the delusions laced with homophobia pouring out of <laughs> Mick. So he looks over and he's just like, hey, you're not one of those fags, are you? <laughs> and this... Uh, Mick loses it. This gets Mick going. He is Fired up. Yeah, he was like, you called me what now? He's like, you piece of shit, don't you ever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then this is when Paul talk, takes the opportunity to slam Mick in the face with a hammer. Yeah. And uh, then he's like, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's Don Bradman, bitch. Yeah, he remembers the <laughs> cricketer. The, that was a cricket guy because he said the wrong cricketer name to like get him to cut off his finger and get right, him off yeah, in the yeah, other yeah. room, which uh, is kind of crazy. But, I mean, that's that's cool. Dude sacrificed a finger for that, but dude, I could not name a single cricketer. <laughs> no, not in the world. Not a single one. I definitely wouldn't know a specific <laughs> famous cricketer from a certain country. <laughs> Is cricket a real sport? <laughs> no, I don't think that's a real cricket? thing. I think people made that up. The like the mallet thing, yeah, that's real. <laughs> It's real. I'd argue. Um, so now Paul runs off, and I genuinely think that he would have finished the job if Mick didn't like near immediate get up to attack, right? Because he hits him with a hammer, and then like 
you know, he was actually going to destroy him, unlike in most other movies where they just run away immediately. Right. He was going in for another swing, but then Mick gets up. Um, so now Paul's just running through, like, this underground kill house, which feels very Friday the 13th remake. Friday the 13th remake feels very Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah, that too, for sure. Yeah. I would also give it that. Um, and then he runs into bodies on bodies on bodies, and it was pretty hard to count because there's just a lot of bodies mm-hmm. laid down everywhere. Um, and then one chick gets up and starts screaming, even though she's, like, deaf, blind, and dumb. <laughs> I think she was, like, the zombie of Helen Keller. Basically. <laughs> and, uh... Who knows how long she's been held down there the and what atrocities that she's witnessed. That happened in another movie. Oh, it was the Wrong Turn remake. Oh, yeah. They had a bunch of, like, Helen Keller's, like, zombies, like, out in, like, a cave. Yikes. They, like, removed all their eyes and stuff, and they were Holy just shit. sitting down there doing their thing. That's insane. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on with this chick, basically. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know why she's there and well, why. I think it's his only plaything he has left alive right now. I don't think he knows she's down there. I think he forgot. <laughs> I think he thought she was dead because she's with all the other dead bodies. I don't think he thought she was that's alive. That's maybe, maybe he's just dead. left. Maybe he just leaves them until they eventually die on their own. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like the part of the movie where a spiked door fell down. And killed a dog, though? Yeah, it was dumb. It didn't need to kill the dog. Yeah. If the gate easily could have just fallen right in front of the dog, and the dog's been barking at the yeah. gate. They can't get through. Like, yeah. you didn't have to kill the dog. That was silly. Yeah, because Mick six these dogs out on Paul. Yeah. Good-looking dogs. Yeah, there's some good boys. Yep. And then he basically killed his own dog, too. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of bullshit. So, yeah. He wasn't even sad about it. No, I don't no. think he cared. I wonder if he knew. Well, he no, he had to have hurt. Yeah, because the squeal. one came back. Right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true, too. Yeah, Mick sucks. So Paul is uh, near a dead end, and he hears Mick coming toward him, and he prepares with his hammer, and he hides a hole in his wall. Um, he also saw a spike trap at some point, and he's going to remember that. Um, and he prepares to knock Mick into this spike trap. Oh, yeah. But uh, he ends up hitting that Helen Keller that was, like, walking around. He <laughs> Mick just, like, sent the Helen Keller, like, just kind of pushed her in a general direction. <laughs> And she just, like, wandered over right next to Paul. And gets thrown into a spike trap. Hit with a hammer and then falls into a spike trap. <laughs> she got done pretty dirty. Um, and then Mick walks over and he's like, you're a fucking bum. He's literally right there. And then he knocks him out and he's just like, you see, in some situations, uh, you win, but you... And then he knocks him on the head. He said something like that. Yeah, I don't know yeah, exactly yeah. what he said, but it was something along those lines. This is what he says. He says, because in this world... I win, and you, you are, and then it cuts to black. He said, I'm a winner, and I'm you a winner, are. And you are, and, and then, then it he, cuts to black. Yeah, it hits him in the head, symbolizing him <laughs> knocking him out. And then when Paul wakes up, he's just looking around, and he starts making really weird noises. He's like, <laughs> like, he just starts like, <laughs> I don't know, does. what the fuck is wrong with That's him, dude? I thought his tongue was cut off. Because <laughs> Mick threatened to cut his tongue off at one point, right. too, so you think, like, maybe he did, but so no. So he can't tattle, you know? No, he's fine. <laughs> he's just fucking... What is wrong with him? That's just uh, what British people sound like when they're dazed. <laughs> I guess so. And then he wakes up, and then he pulls a piece of paper out of his pocket, and it just says loser. Loser. <laughs> well, wait, why would his instinct just reach in his pocket? And just... <laughs> Honestly, that's a very good point. That's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. Like, that is a great point. You wake I would up absolutely after getting, not think about that. You wake up after getting fucking tortured. <laughs> Your fingers cut off. You're just like in the middle of the road somewhere, and you're like, I wonder if there's anything in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a very phone? good point. It's <laughs> a great point. Coming from the guy that bit his phone, though. So. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. 
Uh. <laughs> but yeah, he's a fucking yeah. loser. Let him know that just said loser. This is the craziest thing because it's like, this is worse than killing the guy, right? It kind of is. Like, it's more humiliating for sure. Just to call him a loser. Just to be like, Torture hey. Torture him for days. My whole leave, point. Leave him for dead with a note that says, fucking loser. My whole point was to kill you, but you know what? I changed my mind because you're a fucking nerd. You're so much of a loser, I don't even want to kill you. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Everyone needs good. to know that you're a fucking loser. <laughs> These cops are going to search you, and they're going to see that you're a loser. <laughs> you know, this is so crazy, too, because... Okay. Well, the ending of the Wolf Creek movies are always worse than the actual movies. Because oh, they always yeah. have an explanation that somehow makes the movie even worse. Yeah, these stupid text roll explanations. Yeah, it pops up there like, well, cops didn't believe Paul, and he's a possible suspect for the murders in the Wolf Creek area. And then it goes, but he went insane during the investigation, so they just put him in a in a hospital back in Britain. The end. He's listed as a permanent resident. What do you fucking... And you thought he was a suspect? I think, I think that is a overcorrection from the first movie where they specifically say Brad was never seen as a suspect. His name wasn't Brad, but that's what we call him. They're like, Brad was never seen as a suspect. And I was like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> but that guy could have been. Dude, some dude just walks out of the wilderness and he's like, some guy out there tried to kill me and he killed a bunch of other people too. Of course it was you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that one made a lot more sense. But this one, yeah. this guy actually has fingers missing and stuff. And it could, <laughs> it could potentially be still him, you know? Right, but like, right, I right. mean, makes much less sense than the other one. Yeah. And he came out just fucking blubbering, too. So yeah, I, mean, I think it I was like a, a huge overcorrection from the last ending. Yeah. Well, somehow you made it even worse. So <laughs> that was a really, really dumb ending. And I also don't believe it for his character at all. Like, he went insane. He was just doing fucking Australian trivia with this guy and <laughs> made the guy cut off his finger purposely. During traumatic things, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't I don't buy that at all, based off of what we saw this guy do the whole movie. That's yeah. very dumb. But, uh, yeah, the final shot is the same as any other fucking Wolf Creek movie. Uh, it's just Mick walking through the Australian Outback with his rif- rifle uh, perched over his shoulder. And then a crow cocks. Why crows? I don't know. There wasn't any of them in the movie. No. Um. So, yeah. Uh. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like this a lot less this time around. It was a lot more fun the first time, for sure. Um, but I still don't hate it. It's not a terrible no, movie. It's not. Um, apparently, okay, so I had my own kill count going, but it got a little rough in between, and I found a channel called uh, Count the Dead on YouTube who seemed to have counted every human skull and otherwise in the film. Shout like, out. So, I mean, they seemed like they did their due diligence. I saw a couple different kill counts on YouTube, but this was the one that seemed like they actually counted like all the bones and stuff. I mm-hmm. only knew because at one point it said, like the kill counter went up, and I was like, well, what the hell are you counting? And I looked around, I saw, like, a human skull, like, way in the background of the shot that I would no- have never noticed. So I was like, okay, they're probably Damn. pretty credible. Um, so, yeah, uh, they said uh, 49, but they did count the dog. And as we all know, it gets complicated counting animals in these yeah. movies. So 48. Uh, 48 human kills, and we can go ahead and say one dog kill. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, a lot of kills, I guess. But they, we don't really see them all. It's yeah, more like a lot of bodies, really. I guess. Yeah. You know, a lot of technical kills. Right. But uh, no boobs. And uh, I wouldn't really recommend this movie. Actually, no, I would recommend this movie. I do recommend this movie. I recommend this movie solely for people to watch kangaroos get blasted. Yep. That's really it. 
It's hilarious. I think if you like Joyride, you would like this movie. That might also be true, actually. Yeah. Um, would you recommend it, Sarai? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't have watched it on my own, though. No. Did you like it? There, it had some parts. You wouldn't recommend it for the kangaroos? For Just solely for the kangaroos? <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 that's fair. Because that's really all I give it. Uh, beside that, I don't think it has much. It's really just, I'd say watch it over the first Wolf Creek. Yeah. But that's really it. Watch uh, it over the first Wolf Creek. If you have any interest in the Wolf Creek movies, watch Wolf Creek 2. Yeah, really, I think now that we're about the end of this Greg McLean venture, um, Greg McLean should just be avoided. Yeah. I, I'll um, watch Wolf Creek 3, though. I'm, I'll, I guess I'll watch it, but I'm comfortable enough saying that, uh, well, that's not a Greg McLean movie. Exactly. Really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my point still stands. Um, yeah, after watching the, uh, I guess, Wolf Creek, Rogue, Wolf Creek 2, and The Darkness, I can fully confirm that I don't like Greg McLean. <laughs> I don't think he's a good filmmaker. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, so. but <laughs> is this the only one you've seen? Have you seen? You don't have seen The Darkness, right? But I just didn't, I felt like this one was not well done. So, <laughs> and to be fair, this is his best. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hands down, this I mean, is the best one. <laughs> so, if you don't think this was done well, it's only downhill from here. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I originally gave this a three, but I'd give it a two and a half. I might even give it a two. Yeah, I think it's a two. I think it's a two. I was going to say, like, I'd feel definitely like I want to rate it a lot lower the second time around. Like, the first time, I was just really hyped on the kangaroo and just the fact that it introed a lot better than the original. So I was like, okay, like, something's happening. It felt like a breath of fresh air, like I said. Um, And then the kangaroo thing happened, so I was like, yeah, this is pretty awesome. But watching this again, and I like the Australian trivia. But watching this again, I didn't really care about any of that except for the kangaroos. Yeah. So That's um, all I was here for. Yeah. I mean, really, you can, I think, just find the kangaroo scene on YouTube. So you can just watch that. Yeah, just watch that. What would you give this, Soraya, out of five? Probably a two. Yeah, give it a two. two. <laughs> he said, out of two, negative three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a fuck, Mary kill here. We have... Mick Taylor. Of course. We have Dirt what? from Australia. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. What else is there? A kangaroo. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the accents. No, it's a kangaroo. <laughs> and Australian dirt. Oh, you're not in it this time. Nah, dirt. Okay, we're going to keep the dirt. Yeah, so we got Mick Taylor, the killer, Kangaroo, and Dirt mm-hmm. from Australia. Fuck, Mary kill. Got it. Got um, it? Go ahead. I'm going to kill the kangaroo. Yes. I'm going to fuck Mick Taylor. I'm going to marry the Dirt. I would much rather marry Dirt than anything else in that situation. I'm marrying that Dirt. Soraya? Um, kill the kangaroo. Thank God. And abolish them, really. <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't be hard. I would probably one punch. I'd probably marry the dirt and then. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way to um, do it. Oh wait, because if I marry him, I'd have to do that the rest of my life. I'd right, that's implying that you'll fuck him more than once. Yeah, oh no, I have to kill. Him. Him. No, I'd kill Mick Taylor in that situation. You could, but 
Well, wait. That means you're going to fuck a kangaroo? Or marry. Well, I just don't. I don't want to fuck that guy. <laughs> I just put a kangaroo in the mix. I'll fuck the kangaroo, I guess. <laughs> I'll let it fuck me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to let Mick Taylor live. You're going to let that guy live in this situation? Is it, I'm taking... If he lets I'm me live, I'll for, let him live. Fuck it. Man, I'm taking one from the team at this point. <laughs> you are. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm happy about it. I want the kangaroo to die in this situation. You're a hero. <laughs> Look, I don't want them to die, really. I just want them to get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> I just think the... I don't, I don't really think that kangaroos should all die. I just think that they're little bitches. They are. And they could get beat up really easily. <laughs> anyway. Um... Cinnable Void, easily and without a doubt, has the best review on Letterboxd with his four-star that reads, Suck it, Hugh Jackman. Australian's new number one export is a xenophobic butcher with mutton chops and a, a maniacal snort. Laugh. If you don't like it, you're a pommy cunt. That's right. It's the best review around. <laughs> um, so that's the end of the episode. And uh, if this one gets lost, we're never talking about Wolf Creek 2 again. Um, so if you made it this far, thank you. And uh, rate the show, review the show. It all helps a lot. Um, and we'll talk about your reviews on the show. Um, there's a new review from KSAW18 who gave us a four star and says, entertaining, but sometimes dot, dot, dot. I truly enjoy it listening to this podcast, but I have to say that I wish the host would pay more attention to the movies. Several times throughout the episodes, I've heard them confuse the characters, make crucial plot points, and rate or review movies harshly based on bias. <laughs> I burped or lack of attention to the plot. The House on Haunted Hill episode is a prime example of my issues with the podcast. Caleb missed several obvious plot points in the story and confused character throughout the movie. All in all, it is entertaining, but I would like more for professionalism and effort put into reviews. I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. From the guy who burps during the reading. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be doing that. Um, I will say, sometimes I refuse to say the characters' names, but I will miss. Sometimes I forget them. <laughs> um, as for um, reviews, I'll rate at the end, but this isn't a review. This is me shitting through my mouth into your ears <laughs> regarding movies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, uh, this is verbal um, diarrhea. I actually thought I thought we did pretty good the house ha- house of hotel episode. I'm gonna be honest, I don't I don't remember what happened in that one. I couldn't remember that one at all. <laughs> I felt like I did decent in that one, not confuse the character. But it's it's an you're probably right. <laughs> Case all, I probably looked at every character in that movie and went, "Where's Lieutenant Mustard?" <laughs> I actually think I remember saying that throughout that episode. So <laughs> you're just pissed that it wasn't Clue. <laughs> I probably thought, I probably like just. All these years, you just thought that was Clue. Well, I didn't think it was Clue. I knew it. Like, I've always loved the original, but I think every time I watch, when I was watching the remake, I was just like, why isn't this Clue? <laughs> I think it just felt a lot more like Clue. So I'm going to go ahead and say that. Fuck you, K-Saw. That was Clue. <laughs> don't, don't lie to me. K-Saw, you're awesome. Thanks for the review. <laughs> but <laughs> this, don't. Professionalism. Profe- it's professional not, and review it's are not, two things that are probably not going to be used to describe the show. Well, I just mean it's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> but anyway, 
Um, if you guys want more content, there's a ton, a ton of content on patreon.com slash horror soup. And like I said, the live show, I didn't even mention where you find a live show earlier. Live but show. the live show that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, that's how you buy a ticket. It's on patreon.com slash horror soup. And um, you can find us on social media on Instagram at horror soup, Twitter at horror soup sucks. Uh, my TikTok is at I like thrillers. James is at night shift video. Uh, my letterbox is horror soup Caleb. James is at night shift video. I have another podcast called Scream with an exclamation point where me and Ash and Elena from the Morbid Podcast talk about horror movies. And um, thank you to Ross Lee, Mute Members Only Club. They Thanks, do music man. throughout the show. Sorry, you want to say anything? I'm okay. No? Nope. Tell the people uh, something about uh, your asshole or something. Have a good night. Man, right now I'm really, really getting into the Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch beef. Check it out. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup. Give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. Horror soup will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of this spooky stew. The wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney cause your private chef. I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup. I'll do the washing up. I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full. I'm getting full. My belly's gonna burst. My belly's gonna burst. Oh, can you see my psychic energy? Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup. Give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. He can't even look after himself.